Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 2 of The Silent Suicide. I'm your host, Jaco Martinez, and thank you so much for tuning in. Before I get started with today's episode, I just wanted to give a huge thank you to everyone in my life that has reached out to me to ask me when the next episode is going to be published. It really humbled me and reminded me that people do want to talk about suicide. They do want to talk about mental health issues. And like I said during season one, if this podcast kind of opens that door and kind of bridges that gap and makes it okay, to talk about, then it just makes it all worthwhile. So I just wanted to say thank you to all of you. I hope that this podcast helps your mental health issues that you may be suffering with. I know it really helps me out with my particular issues, and I'm very, very excited to get back into it. The last episode that I recorded was a couple weeks before Christmas. And it is hard to believe that that is five, almost six months ago now, between me moving back to Mesa, getting acclimated at my new unit, and just kind of getting my life reorganized. That's kind of what has taken so long, but now I feel settled. I feel ready. I feel confident enough to pick the podcast back up. And so I really, really wanted to start a season two. So I wanted to start season two with a topic that I think more of us need to talk about, and it surrounds bullying. For most people, when you hear the word bully or bullying, you think of children, teenagers, or just younger people in general. But the sad reality is that bullying does not stop in adulthood. And I am confident that most people that are listening to this episode have dealt with a bully in one version or another. Now, there's a very personal reason why I chose this topic for episode one of season two. And it was a very candid conversation that I had with someone that is newer to my life. So, They don't really know the ins and outs of what I've dealt with throughout my life. And I'm not really sure what sparked the conversation, but we started talking about bullying and how that makes people feel. So I'll first start with just a personal story. I've mentioned before, both in my real life and on podcast episodes, that I've spent my entire life heavy. And when you are a child growing up in a normal all-American household, you go to school, you try to play sports, you just try to be a normal kid, and you're extremely heavy, that makes for a very difficult life. I can say that I was bullied for a good portion of my childhood. And looking back, I don't think that it was malicious. And I don't think that the other kids were making fun of me because they wanted to be mean, but they were bullying me because I was different. Most of the girls in my class were either very fit 
or very thin. And so in comparison, I really did look different to everybody else. And as we know, you know, children pick up on that. And for many, many years, I was bullied. And it hurts to say that the bullying of me has not stopped because I'm now a 40-year-old woman. And so we're going to kind of talk about bullying both in children and in adolescence, and then something that I wish we didn't have to talk about, but I think is happening more and more, is workplace bullying. So first, as always, I like to kind of define what the topic is that we're talking about. So essentially, what is bullying? It's unwanted, aggressive behavior among school-age children that involves a real or perceived power imbalance. Now, I thought that that was pretty fascinating because, as I just alluded to a few minutes ago, I don't think that I was being bullied because there was a real threat, that there was a real problem with me being heavy. It was just a perceived power imbalance. In order to constitute bullying, that behavior has to be repeated or has the potential to be repeated over a certain period of time. And as I said, both kids who are bullied and adults who are bullied or that are the bully, that can really have some serious lasting problems. In order to be considered bullying, the behavior must be aggressive and include the following two things. The first is repetition. Bullying behaviors happen more than once and have the potential to happen more than once. And then there's that imbalance of power. Kids who bully use their power, such as physical strength, access to embarrassing information, or popularity to control or harm others. Power imbalances can change over time and in different situations, even if they involve the same people. Bullying includes actions such as making threats, spreading rumors about someone, attacking someone physically or verbally, and excluding someone from a group on purpose. Now, there are a few different types of bullying. I think I'm not alone in when you think of someone being bullied, you automatically think of someone who's being verbally abused. Now, that can be making fun of someone's outward appearance. It can be making fun of the way they talk, the way they act, what their ethnicity is. So that's probably the most common form of bullying. Usually, verbal bullying is saying or writing mean things about another individual. It includes teasing and name-calling, inappropriate sexual comments, taunting someone, and threatening to cause harm. Now, there's a second type that's called social bullying. That is sometimes referred to as relational bullying, and that involves hurting someone's reputation or their relationships. Some examples of that are leaving someone out on purpose, telling other children not to be friends with someone, spreading rumors about someone, and embarrassing someone in public. 
And the third and final way to bully is through physical. That involves hurting a person's body or possessions. Physical bullying includes hitting, kicking, pinching, spitting, tripping or pushing, taking or breaking someone's things, or making mean or rude hand gestures. Now, it's easy to think of how as adults we can curb bullying, but as I kind of spoke to a few minutes ago, bullying sometimes doesn't always stop when you become an adult. And, you know, there's lots of studies out there that talk about people who are adults that bully other adults might have been and probably were bullied themselves when they were younger. And so it's kind of a projection of that bullying. And then there's the other opinion that people were just born bullies because either that's how they were raised or that's how they how they feel that power, how they want to feel superior to others. I kind of won't go into those two different schools of thought in this episode, but if you are experiencing bullying or if there's someone in your life, like your children, or you're aware of someone that's being bullied, I really do encourage you to have them reach out to someone, do some research, tell a school counselor. If it's adult bullying, tell a coworker, tell someone that you can really confide in because at the end of the day, no matter what the reason is or who's doing it, why it's happening or where it's happening, bullying is never appropriate or okay. I have myself have never condoned bullying and that's really because I know what it's like to be bullied. And I know that there's a lot of you listening that also know exactly what I'm talking about without even describing the feeling. So I really want all of us to kind of end all of this bullying because, you know, life is hard enough and we shouldn't have to worry about another human being mean to us because of something superficial, the color of your skin, the way you look mental or physical disabilities, mental health issues, the list can go on and on. And so I really hope that this episode gets out into the world and gets people really talking about bullying. Now, let's talk about the adult version of bullying. I found a pretty cool website, and it's called workplacebullying.org. So their definition of workplace bullying is repeated health-harming mistreatment by one or more employees of an employee, abusive conduct that takes the form of verbal abuse or behaviors perceived as threatening, intimidating, or humiliating, work sabotage, or in some combination of all those. Abuse at work is the only form of abuse in America that is not yet taboo. So let me repeat that statement. Abuse at work is the only form of abuse in America that is not yet taboo. All other forms have already been condemned. Abuse of children, spouses, partners, 
while bullying at work is still kind of considered normal, inevitable, or even a necessary business practice. Now, I also know what it's like to experience workplace bullying. And I think that really goes back to that imbalance of power. I truly believe that adult bullies, they feel powerful. And in order for them to feel bigger, they have to make someone else feel smaller. And that's such a sad statement because, again, life, work, responsibilities, family, just life in general is already so difficult. So I don't understand why we as intelligent adult human beings have to pick on others as if we're still on the grade school school ground. So you're probably wondering why I'm even talking about bullying on a podcast that deals with suicide. Well, for those of us that have experienced firsthand what it's like to be bullied, I don't think that an explanation is needed on the correlation between being bullied and having mental health issues. It doesn't feel good to be bullied. I can tell you it really messes with your mood. It can either cause or spike your anxiety. There's so much to it. And then that just really spirals into actually developing mental health issues for something that really shouldn't even be taking place. So behaviors from adult bullies, usually it's more subtle and more sophisticated than what children do. Typical forms of adult bullying include, the big one is cyberbullying, which is basically keyboard warriors. It's someone who bullies someone over the internet, sometimes in chat rooms or on social media. That's a huge one right now. People like to hide behind their computer because it's easier to be mean in an online forum. You don't have to look at someone face-to-face. It's not an in-person discussion. You don't have to worry about anything being said back to you. You just type it, and it goes out into the world. Some of the other ways that adults will bully other adults is intimidation tactics, using the silent treatment, gossiping about someone, publicly belittling someone, backstabbing, gaslighting, passive-aggressive behavior, issuing ultimatums, and political power plays. Adult bullies are more likely to have been bullied as a child or who are more likely to bully others in childhood, and many adults use these tactics as an unhealthy coping mechanism to do a few things. They try to gain control, improve their own self-esteem, or try to deal with underlying triggers such as their own trauma or mental health disorders. So, in other words, adult bullies usually have an unhealthy void that they're trying to fill, and bullying tactics is a way to kind of fill that void and to kind of overcome their own shortcomings. So, let's talk about some statistics when it comes to just how normal has workplace bullying become? 
30% of adult Americans or 48.6 million Americans today are bullied at work. 76.3 million workers are affected. 61.3% of bullying is same gender bullying. And 43% of remote workers are bullied. Now, there was an interesting study that Harvard Business Review conducted, and it said that in India, that percentage is reported to be as high as 46% up to 55%. And in Germany, it's lower, only at about 17%. Yet bullying often receives little attention or effective action. So I'm hoping that this episode and this discussion kind of opens the window and opens the conversation. If you're involved in bullying in any way, shape, or form, I really encourage you to please stop because you have absolutely no idea what you're doing to that person. The American Osteopathic Association said victims of bullying reported significant negative impacts on their overall health. The poll found of those that have been bullied as an adult, 71% suffer from stress, 70% experience anxiety and depression, 55% report a loss of confidence, 39% suffer from sleep loss, 26% suffer from headaches, and 22% experience muscle tension or pain. 19% of adults reported having a mental breakdown because they were being bullied at work. 17% noted an absolute inability to function day-to-day. They call in sick. They are no-call, no-shows. They just basically fall off the face of the planet and no one knows where they're at or what they're doing. And that's all a horrible consequence of being bullied. Other health responses to the emotional strain induced by bullying include issues with your stomach, nausea, elevated blood pressure, and not to mention cardiovascular issues. So it is truly unhealthy both mentally and physically, for someone to be bullied. And so as a nation, as a world, we need to stop this. It is not okay for someone to lose sleep, to become physically and mentally ill at the hands of someone else. I have experienced that on more than one occasion. And I cannot stress to you how absolutely miserable it is. And I would go to the ends of the earth to ensure that another human being doesn't ever feel what I have felt in the past. And so, again, if we band together and we stop this bullying, then the stigma kind of goes away and it becomes clear. Now, there was something else that I found that was super interesting. It absolutely described the person that I think of when I think of workplace bullying. There's a couple common myths that are out there. One is that 
It's just simply holding people to a higher standard or having a competitive personality. That suggests that bullying does not harm and it may even spur performance. But for those of us that have been bullied in the past, did that make you want to do better or worse? Did it make you feel better about yourself or worse? So we have to take all that into consideration. A common assumption is that bullies are often star performers and that high performance justifies bad behavior. The actual star performers are more likely to be targets than they are the bully. Bullies are usually mediocre performers who may appear to be stars, while in fact, they often take credit for the work that other people are accomplishing. Bullies are not motivated by organizational goals. They are driven by self-interest, often at the expense of the organization they work for. Research suggests that bullies often envy and covertly victimize organization-focused high performers, those that are particularly capable, caring, and conscientious. Not only are bullies not the stars, but one toxic employee negates the gains of the performance of two superstars and likely creates additional costs. Again, I can go on and on about this particular topic. I am hoping that you're hearing my passion and my compassion behind this topic. And I really want to change this. I don't ever want to feel bullied ever again, whether it's out in public, whether it's at work, whether it's at the hands of a friend or family member. And it is my sincere hope that you don't ever feel bullied. If you have never been bullied in your entire life, consider yourself one of the lucky ones. And if you have children, talk to them about it so that they don't become those bullies. So I'm going to close this episode out. But again, I just really wanted to thank you guys for sticking by me, for supporting me in this very important project. I'm really excited to get back into the swing of things, to look forward to my weekly uploads, because it really does spark discussions both on social media and in person. And that just really motivates me to keep going. So if you're listening to this, please reach out to me. I don't care if it's on social media or if it's in person, shoot me an email. Let me know what you want to hear about. I would love to hear your topic ideas because like I said, this podcast is not just about for me, it's about you as well. And I want you to become just as invested in it as I am. So as I always do, I close out every episode by reminding you that being different makes you special. Have a great week. Thank you for sticking by me and I'll see you next week.